You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Capes. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. Hey, what up, what up, everybody? I love my own soundtrack. I'll be jamming that. So, what's up? I'm your boy, Al Mega. Host the Comic Crusaders podcast. Welcome on all. I appreciate you. Guess what, yo? We got another awesome show, man. We got an amazing lineup right now over here, yo. These are two, two amazing creators right here. That's right, yo. We got a, uh, the awesome creative duo. They got an amazing project out right now on Kickstarter. X Machina, the futuristic holiday horror comedy comic. What? What? Bro, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, y'all will never see Santa Claus the same again, yo. This, this this homie is on his A game, yo. You know, who needs Superman when you got this type of Santa rocking out there? So who am I talking about today, yo? There's two of the creators within this show. First, you got the one and only creator of Slowpoke and Zombie Date Night, Mr. Steve Yorina. Wepa, What's wepa. up, Wepa? How you doing, everybody? How's everybody hey, hey. doing today? <laughs> nice uh, to see you, Omega. Yeah, nice likewise, likewise. Yeah. Bring, I got to bring you on your, your partner in crime, oh, man. Yes. She is the co-host of the Long Box of Darkness podcast, the one, and I dig this name so much, only one. Misty Graves, hey, what's popping? <laughs> I love, yo, that, that that's an ill name right there. You need to be hosting a horror midnight show like in, in the like in why we used to do with that type of name. Yes, that's the idea. Let's, let's get it happen. Let's make it, come on, Steve, let's make it happen. happen for Twenty twenty three, Misty Graves presents. I, I I'm sure it's coming. Yeah, Misty Grace presents this, you know, as whatever horror movie because, I, you know, a comedy, because this will be a great first presentation, let me tell you. All right? Also, uh, Misty Grace presents horror comic show. Yes, yes, you should. Horror comic. That That's an cool. idea. We have spoken around to the world in, the, in 2022. That's right, yo. That that is actually a good idea. You could be the Elvira of comics. You sit there and talk about these awesome horror comics the whole time, dude. What? Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. Horror comics, horror movies, horror shows. You know, and, and we have a sick friend like Steve that 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 is. I, I would be like the crypt some madness, guy. Right? <laughs> I'd be like crypt keeper guy who like presents like ah, Misty. Like ah, here's I could see it. I could see Steve just walk into the room all hunchback. If I do that, I have to have you like in that role in the background. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just be missing like one eye, and it'll just be like Misty, get the comics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You bring them all, all dusty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. It has to happen. As you see, folks, these are people that have wonderful energy and have a very, you know, awesome comedic <laughs> mindset, especially with the project they have out. So I'm all about origin stories. So first, let me start with the lady in, in the house. You know, a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? And, you know, and uh, what was your first taste of the fandom? Who presented it to you? Uh, I'm from Wisconsin. And okay. my first taste of the fandom, I would say uh, the, a comic book shop owner. He showed me a lot of great books the first time I walked into a comic book shop. So I, I owe my fandom all to, like, just a really cool dude who owns a comic book shop here in, in uh, I'll say, Green Bay, Wisconsin. And the name of the comic book shop is Powers Comics. So shout out Powers. to Powers Comics. Yeah. 
Yeah, but good when you have a good uh, business owner that cares to actually show you some good stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, it was really great. I walked in looking for one title, and he was like, if you like this one, you'll probably also like these. And it turned out I also I really liked them, and I liked them so much that I decided to start trying to create some myself. What made you want to go to the shop that day, though? X-Files. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was looking for uh, some more X-Files comics. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Cause I remember the from X-Files is where we got the Red Lanterns, right? And all of a sudden it became a reality. But it was X-Files that started that whole Red Lanterns thing, if you guys remember. <laughs> I don't. I is Red Lanterns a superhero? Oh no, the Red Lanterns was the, uh, the, the you know from the Green Lantern universe of DC Comics. So they started to expand the the, the uh, colors, if you will. So oh. now red represented rage and anger. So in the world of X Files, there was no such thing as Green Lanterns. It was Red Lanterns, but it was a spoof. But I guess DC picked up on it real quick. Jeff Johns and he says, "I, right, yo, we're gonna expand the universe right now." <laughs> All right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I just like globbed it in. Yeah, that's you know, that's thanks to X Files, yo. Check that out. Awesome. Very cool. Okay. Yeah, I love X Files. So maybe X Files is what kicked off my fandom. Okay, okay. Awesome. What about you, Steve, man? What, what you know, where you where are you from man, and what was your first taste? So I am from I, I live in Connecticut currently, but I'm from New Jersey, uh northern New Jersey, little middle of nowhere town. So growing up there I would have to say my dad introduced me to comics because I was in the hospital. I used to love the cartoons. I used to love Amazing Spider-Man, X-Men, uh, you know, the Superman cartoon, Adventures of Batman. So I was sick in the hospital for a little while, and my dad's like, you know what, this will make him happy. So he gave me a big stack of comics, and from there I was just hooked, and I loved it ever since. And now here I am, you know, 20, 20, 30 years later, whatever that is, and um, – you know, I'm writing comics, and I if I told my younger self that I'd be writing horror comics about fast killer sloths <laughs> or uh, a, a zombie apocalypse where the where their grandma has a chancleta beating people up, yeah, I would, never, I would have never believed it. So here I am, and I I can't wait to to explore this comic journey with with everybody and with Misty Graves as well as as partners. I love how you say chancletas because, you know, for us Latinos, that's one of the most deadly weapons that a mom <laughs> holds. the deadliest weapon, especially during a zombie invasion. In Zombie Day, <laughs> uh, I have one of my characters beat up zombies with a chancleta. So there, so, there you go. Steve, uh, I, I must ask that you must have had horrible history with chancletas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, bro, that, that, that is uh, – I'm lucky I didn't turn into a villain, I guess. Uh, my grandma – love my grandma so much. Uh, she would, whenever I would act up, definitely would get the chancleta. I would definitely get the ear pull. Um, I'm very lucky that my ear is not, my one ear is bigger than the other ear. Uh, but, yeah. Like, what'd you say? Say it loud. Yeah, <laughs> what'd you say? But, uh, my, my, you know, whenever I was bad, my parents got creative because, you know, they didn't want to hit me or anything. They were like, okay. you know what? This is what you'll do. So I was chubby, so they would make me do wall sits for like an hour Ooh. where, where you you do like this, and I was like, "Why?" I was like, well, "Now I'll never do anything bad." But again. that's torture too. That's <laughs> <laughs> just hit me, get it over with. <laughs> just hit me, get it over with. Yeah, get. We don't want to punish him. We're just gonna like water torture him for a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, exactly. That's, that's what I'm saying. Parents, are, I've I've heard stories of uh, you know at least from from my wife's side where sometimes if, if the kids behave bad. You know, instead of hitting them, they would put rice on the floor and like kneel on the rice yeah. for a half hour. Like what? 
<laughs> like that, that's fucked up. <laughs> you know, I would get up like, yo, you know what? Fuck this rice. I'm gonna curse. Fuck this rice and hit me with the belt. <laughs> yeah. And my mom had a heat-seeking chancla because then oh, she yeah. never missed. She, she was what the Mets needed in the eighties. Let me tell you. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that is a, something that baseball players can do. Like you know, the Yankees are always finding people in Dominican Republic. It's like no, 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 find these grandmas. That yeah. are throwing these chanclas. You would have a whole team. Just, just get a mom. Just get just get yeah. a mom. Bring us some female pitchers to Major League Baseball <laughs> that throw chanclas. Yo, let me tell you, them shits are gonna be going 200 miles an hour. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> chancla ball. I could see it now. Chancla ball. <laughs> Coming so, 2023. Chancla ball. You, know, and you would have yeah. you, would, you would have a lot of great team names in that too for chancla ball. <laughs> yeah. I, I I want to claim the chancleteros. <laughs> the chancleteros. The the <laughs> <laughs> the Orlando Chancleteros. Oh, shit, there you go. Well, uh, you know, then you could have the uh, New York thongs, you know, because you have the thong chancleteros. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to get the pet needles in there, too, right? Like, oh, shit, bro. <laughs> bro, what are we doing? We're, we're forming leagues and, and, and we're shows. Forming ball and, league. We're doing everything. We got a whole franchise going. Uh, let me tell you, this is going to be the greatest network ever, you know? So, <laughs> Misty, talk about finding your tribe, because you said Wisconsin. So, yeah. you know, how, was it easy to find a tribe that was relatable to what you enjoyed growing up? Um, not really. I feel like growing up, I was kind of an oddball. I had sort of different parents. My parents were like hippies okay. uh, and uh, <laughs> artist types, like political types. Um, oh, okay. So very strong opinions in the house and all yeah. that stuff. There's a lot of ranting that happened, a lot of like. <laughs> anti-establishment type stuff okay. uh and it had a real effect on me I feel like I was kind of disillusioned just going into the world I'm like what is like the world was so different than my home life uh so there was a lot of clashing there I, I don't know I would say it was hard I would when I did find a friend I would like glomp onto them so hard because I'd be like you're just like me, and we're like we have to stay together. We're twins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. When did I find my? Tri- I don't know if I. I really have a. Tri- Steve's my tribe. Steve's part of it. I feel like maybe I'm just getting into it. I don't know. It's okay. kind of like. Could you say maybe you started finding it when you got into your creative, you know, side of it? Yeah, I've been in. I've been in multiple. Uh, scenes, I would say. Like, I lived in Kansas City for a little bit and hung out with some artists and musicians down there and played music myself for... Hey, what you play? What you do? Hey, talk, I think it's multi-talented. What, what, you, what you do? Um, I, pro- I produced electronic music for a while. I, like, nice. kind of just DJ for fun. Um, cool. I played drums in college for, like, for a punk band. or just a two-piece punk band. Um... And yeah, so I guess I guess throughout my life, I've always been attracted to subcultures, to alternative scenes, to you know just people trying to find a different way to live. Um, that's a, a always, different lane, yeah, right? Yeah, that's that's always interested me, and I don't know if I'm like I've ever felt like part of a club, but I've always found people that also don't feel like part of a club to hang out with in a way, like I'll. And that um, within itself is a club. The non-club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But getting into comics, I feel like this is where I belong. It kind of all has 
come to this point where it, it really makes sense for me to be here. I feel like this is where I'm supposed to be. So, so what about you, Steve? How, you know, was it for you to find your tribe, if you will? Uh, I think growing up, it was hard for I think anybody who wants to create and want and see the world in, through different eyes. It's always hard for people to find their tribe at first. But then when you do find your tribe, based on at least for me, it was like humor, storytelling, and just liking the same type of things and and things that that are like outside the box type of thinking. I think that's when you find your tribe. And and through this comics experience and comic journey. I've been able to find so many people that are just so kind and, and creative and fun. And I, I just, I love it. Like the comic community is great. Um, the horror community has been even, you know, mm. comic community is great. Uh, horror community is 10 times more kind than you would think they would be because they accept everything. I mean, if you look at the horror and horror websites, like those are easier to, um, to pitch comics, like send your press releases to. Because they'll take anything. They love horror. They love any type of horror. Like I mean, look, so do a, we. I love it. Bring it on, yo. I'm all about there's, that. There's stuff. a killer sofa movie. I mean, if there's if there's an audience for a killer sofa movie, then Bro, there's an audience. Didn't I for see what was that? Rubber, a killer tire movie. <laughs> killer tire. Any anything could kill you in this world, and the fact that people <laughs> bond together over people getting ripped to shreds is fantastic. It's yes, just it the is. most, and it, and it's all positive. It's all positive, and it's it's all friendly. Because like even though they all these these images are gruesome as hell. They're like, oh, it's all imagination. But like, the bigger the imagination, the more you can do with it, which is great. I gotta know. I gotta know the age. How old were you guys when you watched your first horror movie? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I was like, I think I was nine years old, maybe, and I walked in with my friend. It was at her house, and her family were they were watching. Hellraiser. I oh, I love it. I love <laughs> it. This one. Yes. There's like this really uh, explicit scene in the beginning of that movie. And then oh, yeah. Like, like my whole childhood was just like ended. <laughs> <laughs> I was like up late at night just like, what did I just see? <laughs> I hope Frank's not going to come out that closet. Jesus. <laughs> I, I think for me, I was like – maybe seven, six or seven, I, I saw Child's Play. Child's Play was like oh. the killer doll, and that scared the crap out of me. Please like, just tell me somebody <laughs> bought you that doll. No, nobody. nobody so my buddy. I've, I've gotten, uh, like, merchandise over the years, like Child's Play. Because, like, as a kid, I was afraid of it, but then as I got older, I appreciated it. I appreciated okay. the horror and, the, like, the fun of it. Uh, but as a kid, like, I remember having putting all my – toys in the closet because I thought that they were going to come alive. <laughs> he would like the door at night like, you guys are yeah. going to come out this mother. Exactly. I was like, no, 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 that's not happening here. The reason but, I uh, asked you is because I want to embarrass my middle brother, Daniel Black. Everybody look him up. All right. I, uh, he used to have a My Buddy doll, and that's when Child's Play came out. So I'm the big brother. So you could imagine what type of horror already ensued upon the poor kid. <laughs> I mean, oh. hiding, hiding that doll in, like, random places, like, you know what I mean? Like, in the movie, that'd, that'd be great. But, like, oh, man, just horror movies, I feel like piqued my interest at such a young age because I was like, what is this? Like, what what genre is this? Like, I, I didn't – anything is possible in horror, and I, and I think as a kid I was drawn to that. And when you go to Blockbuster, you see all the – all, the, Rock like all the art, right? You see all the art from all these horror movies, and they're so cool. And you're like, I need to know what this is. Like the dentist, what is that? Or like, oh my god, yeah, Corbin Bernstein, Iceman, what is this? Yeah. Like, 
it's so random, and but it's like I gotta watch it. I gotta see. The dentist is fucked up, people. I mean, you you, you would never want to get your teeth fixed after you watch that movie. No, I and I hate the dentist to begin with. So <laughs> right, just you know that I mean? is just like that's a horrifying concept to me. And hey, look at Omi Omi and it's their first oldest member, Phantasm, Hellgate, or Gates of Hell. It was Hellgate. I'm pretty sure it was Hellgate. It had to be Hellgate. I remember that title. My, my, mine was a Hell Night with Linda Blair, and I was five. So <laughs> I, I, I was mentally tortured much earlier than you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but look, at, look how good we all turned out, right? Like, yeah. Are we more screwed up? Like you, things you watched as a kid, like as you got older, you're like everybody's very polite and very. Yeah, kind. you knew you knew what not what to do, and, and you know, and because we have that, we watch those horrors is because you could be Jason. I ain't fucking with you. I'm gonna be nice to Steve. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would be nice to Misty. I don't want her to be like Mary Lou and fucking and kill me and shit. You know, come on now. I'm a big horror fan myself, so. Um, let's, we're gonna start talking about getting into the creative side of it. What, what why the dip? Why did you decide to do that? When did you decide to do that? Why was that, you know, magic moment, Misty? Um, so we decided to make Ex Machina after Steve came on to the Long Box of Darkness podcast, and he was a guest on our Christmas episode. So we were talking Christmas comics the whole night. Um, and I was in the process of writing out a bunch of short stories and trying to turn them into comics and 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 so Steve and I started exchanging ideas and uh X Machina was sort of born out of out of us just kind of organically talking, I suppose, just chatting and and we just I think we decided to work together but then it just we just it just was like a mash of ideas after that. Really? Ooh. I want people, you know, let's stop that for a moment because people need to know, you know, they're probably asking, what are you guys talking about? So let's put them on with this awesome little trailer that you guys have. Awesome.
that track is so hot. I want a monster <laughs> for that. Now I finally found a Christmas song I enjoy. <laughs> Holy shit, bro! Now I gotta see. My, I told my my friend I can't stand this Christmas song. It's the same shit every year, but this, <laughs> this, yes. 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 Yeah, want... he's a really talented friend did that video. Same yes. word. I want a Christmas mosh pit like right now. Everybody yeah. just throw <laughs> Christmas trees and wreaths at each other, you know? I mean, I mean, shout out also to like Trans-Siberian Orchestra because I feel like they kind of are the pioneers of that. Or like, hey, you know, this Christmas we could we could make this the shit hit hard and like that they do every time. <laughs> I love I love it. I'm I'm gonna throw elbows for Christmas. Here's a gift. <laughs> <laughs> a nice black eye for Christmas. Yes. I love it. You're sick. Why this version of Santa? Where were you guys digging to 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 create this version of such a broken Santa? My gosh. <laughs> so like like Misty was saying, uh, we were comparing ideas after the Christmas horror comics we read. Uh, you know, we we both had different ideas about what we wanted to do. I I wanted to do evil elves. I thought something like that would work. And she thought something with with uh, a search engine where you you write your idea, you write your Christmas wish, and it comes true in the worst way possible. So I was like, why don't we take those two things, meld them together, and it's Santa trying to fight robots to save Christmas. And we just kept talking ideas, and we're like, that's that's kind of not been done before. We can kind of have a Clint Eastwood type of Santa who's just Ooh. weathered, who's seen it all. His wife left him for a pretty vulnerable snowman. He's just tired of of this of Christmas and he wants to give it away to um to like a Facebook, right? To like a, a Mark Zuckerberg type oh, character. Oh, damn, really? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so so he gives he gives away his magic like uh and they, they try to make an app where the app measures your naughty or niceness and then of course the app becomes sentient. <laughs> because <laughs> Yo, could you imagine this shit on an app in today's world? Nobody getting gifts. <laughs> but but yeah, nobody well, would get gifts. That's the point. Or people only certain people would get gifts, and they would be the same people who get gifts every year. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but just imagine this app. Like people would be taking pictures, doing charity work. You know, I mean, it'd be very self-absorbed. It'd be very like. It'd be so very fake. Weird. Yeah, it'd be it. so <laughs> fake. Like, oh my god, I got you know, I just I just fed the homeless. Like I just got a hundred points. You know. So we we just talked Ooh. about a lot of those Ooh. things and we we were That's like a lot black of these, mirror shit. Yeah, it is black mirror shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, because listen, if Santa was if Santa you know was was around, it, we'd be in a surveillance state. He watches you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Like, That's horrifying. Since before 1984. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like the proto. The George. The, yeah, the George Orwell Christmas. Uh, the OG. OG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I'm digging these logos, man. And look at this, folks. Folks, I want you to see this. How impressive. You know, you you, you got a 4G goal. You're at 3477. So close. And yet, 23 days ago, my God. <laughs> People already know how dope this is. You have a lot of support behind it already. Fantastic. Amazing. So, you know, kudos on that. Thank you. You know, what a way to start the year, right? You know, your project yep. is kicking away ass already. It's going to get funded by tomorrow. Here's, here's hoping. Here's hoping. Yeah, uh, we do it. But we're 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 very lucky to be working with the very talented artist Lane Lloyd, who did all the art for this comic. Uh, we couldn't have done it without them, and just all the people that worked with us, like on the logos, on the if you scroll down further, our T-shirt. I want to know our, about Lane though. Where, where did you find Lane? Because you guys connected on a pod. How did you guys connect with Lane to do the art? 
So uh, I went. We went through. Uh, there's a school called Comics Experience where. Oh, you, very familiar. Yeah. Great people come out of there. Great too. people come out of there. If you if you are familiar, if you want to write a comic or do art in a comic, any anything to do with comics, Comics Experience is the is the place to go. I, I went there for my schooling, and um, I, I through their creative services program we found Lane. So I was working with Misty on this. We wrote the script. We we put it together and then we went to uh, to comics experience with it and they were like oh we think Lane Lloyd will be perfect for this and they Oof. definitely are. Oof! And look at that that looks so sick. I like that logo. Yes, that, a lot. that logo is done by uh, Brian Denono, who who's done my logos for Slowpokes and Zombie Date Night. Just really top notch work for all around from everybody. Yeah, he nailed it. <laughs> and let me tell you, this is the most coked out Santa yeah, I've ever that's seen. That's exactly in my right. Life, <laughs> Holy, the that's Tony Montana Santas, yo. Listen, you wanted snow for Christmas, you're getting snow for Christmas. Oh man, <laughs> you didn't say what type of snow, Toma. <laughs> Here's a gift for you, mother effers. Wow, yo. <laughs> now, nah, for real, if I see this Santa coming down my, my uh, chimney, I'm like, nah, you can keep it. I'm going to be yeah. scared. <laughs> yeah, I don't want this gift. I'm good. Thank you. It's <laughs> a good thing for him to be, like, handing the reins over to, to uh yeah. CEO, you know. And talk, who, who's this homie over here? Uh, in the back, that is the abominable snowman. Oh damn! What? He looks like Jerry Garcia a little bit. Yeah, he does look like he does look like Jerry Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! There you go, man. Santa's looking up with very powerful. So who's this guy? So that that is our antagonist. That is Slay. That is the app that becomes that comes alive. That is Ooh. you know he, he runs on Santa's magic. But mm-hmm. since Santa is a sour person. Uh, this this app is very sour, and he's and he this robot is very sour, and he deems everybody naughty, unworthy. Yep, that's exactly uh, right. Oof, yeah. and he's look like, at him, sicko. He's like the manifestation of all of Santa's uh, naughtiness, all of his bad qualities that he's ah. kept for the years. Okay. And he has and he has abs, something Santa will never have. <laughs> oh, oh shit, that's true, yo. It's like you know, not only do I hate everything about him, but look at my six pack. <laughs> look at my abs. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm gonna get down on Mrs. Claus in a little bit. Mm. <laughs> what? Well, oh, damn! What do they look like? They look crazy. These are the reindeer. Yeah, so those, right? are, those are the robot reindeer. Um, robot and, reindeer, gangsters. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think we just need to send this book to you, and then you just give us the quote, the pull quotes, gangster son, or yeah. like you know, you got to see Santa on this level, you know. Like I would just put those as as pull quotes on. Well, my yeah, house. I mean, you know, this is, this is Tony Montana and Santa Claus. <laughs> Tony Montana, man. <laughs> and, you know, so Tony Montana is that a football player? From Scarface. No, that's from Scarface. Al Pacino. Oh, <laughs> Tony Montana. Joe, Joe Montana. Hello to my little friend. You know. Little, uh, you know? <laughs> He's going to be saying, you know, Santa go with robotic reindeer, say hello to my friends. That's that's real gangster. Now, am I to suppose that if I was bad, this is the naughty sign I would get on my app? Yes. You would definitely, yes. That, that's fucked up. That looks bad, too. <laughs> <laughs> that looks bad. I see this on my phone. Like, damn, babe, I ain't getting shit this year. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> so, and what's that? That means yay? Good? Yeah, that means you're good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. But damn, it's still scary looking, kind of like you're still breaking apart into pieces over here. And, and we made sure to use the red and green too yeah. uh, for and, Christmas. And I find something funny. They're like middle finger salutes across the face. Like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you know, 
Clever. Lane sneaking those in. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I kind of see that there, you know what I mean? And look at this guy. He looks, wow. And, and what is it with the pages? You, you guys gave him such an old school look. Is that something with intent that you guys kind of gave, gave him direction on? It's it's just um, like Lane's style. Lane's style is is just so, very very so. much like that, and it definitely works very well. And so these, oh, black and whites. Yep, so that's a fight scene. Gorgeous. I love black and whites. And then you got t- oh shit! Look at this. What? <laughs> what? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Battle hardened Santa. They're the center of the millennium. So this yeah. is this is our our poster and T-shirt uh, done by uh, artist Vertebrae Thirty Three, um, and Ver, uh, Vertebrae is just he, he's been blowing up. He's been doing stuff for Hot Topic. He just recently did a Rick oh, and wow. Morty shirt. He just recently did a Star <coughs> Star Wars shirt um, for um, wow. uh, the, the the show on Disney Plus, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. And he was able to to work. I was like, "Hey, do you want to do Santa fighting robots?" He's like, "Yes." So that's where that came from. And Must like, you hey. ask me? <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, "I'll do that." It's like, "Absolutely." So I see them. These are the robotic elves too. Then. Yeah. Yes. Yo. Look at me just crushing their heads. I mean, <laughs> wow, bro. That's some wild stuff. They go to tea. Look at that. That. Uh, look, wow, bro. Cool. The design definitely sticks out. Now that's an awesome Christmas shirt. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. If you if you love Christmas, and then those are our Christmas <laughs> cards designed by Misty Graves herself, who can also she's not when she's not DJing <laughs> or playing drums or writing comics, she's drawing awesome Christmas cards, and she's a great artist as well. What in the sugar cookie? <laughs> That's not so southern. Let me tell you. <laughs> we have an elf in, character in our in our story, and she swears, but whenever she swears, it's like really cute. Okay. Yeah. Got Christmasy swear words. Oh, and what's that? Yeah. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute, folks. They have a theme song. I'll give you a taste of it. I'll play a couple a couple of seconds of it so you guys could get a taste yes. of this right now. Hold on, check it out. They need to play this on the radio more often. Uh, we, we can get to the lyrics. We're almost there. <laughs> yes. Let's do it. All right. You tell me when to stop, though. Well, you, you got to take your uh, mute off. Hold on. I'll do it for you. Oh, you got to do it for yourself.
I think that is a great taste. <laughs> I just want to make sure people heard Doug's voice. <laughs> that is cool. Now, this is the type... See? Why don't they place this stuff on the... You know, I don't want to hear no more fucking Mariah. I don't want to hear no... You know, give me the new stuff. Blake, yo, homie, man. How can we help you? you got, this is... That looks, sounded great, man. Vibing. Yes, Blake. Yeah. So Blake Rains, best friend, one of my best friends from childhood, uh, is has done stuff oh. for Universal and, and other music companies. But he 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 wrote, he uh, he created the beat. He did all the the nice. stuff in his studio. Uh, all we told him was, hey, we we just want we want the snow in there. And he he just he delivered everything that he does is great and and just this is this is a great Christmas song. It yeah. is. It is. We need to hear more of this, please. There you go. All right, everybody, look at that. Oh, and you, you, oh man, look at that. Oh, shit. This is so dope. You guys are awesome. You got music. You got cars. You got t-shirts. You got comics. You got, you know, the, the Tony Montana of all Santa Claus is right here. Just going buck, you know? Uh, this is the old man Logan of Santa's, yo. Exactly. I love it. Exactly. You know, the last ride. <laughs> I love it. That's it, yo. You know, that, that, that sounds like a gangster movie. Santa's last try. You know? No one believes yeah. in this shit no more, motherfuckers. I'm going to say this shit. He's trying to retire. There you go. No, no. PA hated it. That was awesome. Oh, that's awesome. That's you awesome. know? And, so over here, and Rusty agrees. I agree. We need That was better. We need to change it. You see, bro, Blake. Everybody wants Blake. He's going to be the... Listen, Blake deserves to make the million a year. Mariah, I mean, makes like what three million a year on one song on Spotify. <laughs> How crazy is that? Wow! <laughs> Happy like, yeah, you guys are gonna get to this point with this because this is gonna be the newest Christmas classic that everybody's gonna be going into. Now, <laughs> I, I want to ask here though, um, you know, obviously, you know, we got the project is gonna come to life. You know, uh, the the project. Is the is the book complete? Is the project for the funding? Can you give details on that? Like, sure. You know, what the, mm -hmm. So, so the the letter that we just we just got the lettering. Um, so we're looking over that. Um, you know, all we need really is a cover, and which which will be done fairly quickly once we talk about that, and then we'll be good to go. So, if we get our funding, we will be using that funding, using that money to get printed copies and to take that money into uh, our own projects to create more, hopefully, and hopefully do another Ex Machina where it's it's more of a, a holiday tradition. So regardless, yes. I mean, we're, we're on our way to funding, uh, but, you know, in the let's say something bad happens if we don't make our funding, it will still come out. Uh, we would just probably do it as a digital version or something like that. But no. we, we are so close, so please, if you want to check us out, Go on Kickstarter right now and just, you know, back. We we start, things start at just $3. So every little bit helps. So we, we appreciate all all the love and all the holiday, holiday spirit from everybody. You guys are going to make it, man. It is a dope book by, like, totally talented individuals here. So much fun. You know what I mean? You know, and everybody was digging the dances. So I think that's the next thing. You guys got to do a whole music video of just you guys <laughs> dancing as comic book creators, you know? Like, you know, that's a video you guys being nerds at the shop if we, looking if we around. Hear something, we, might have, we might have to do a holiday dance party, too. Yeah, do it. What? That would be so <laughs> good. 
again, look at that. The ideas just keep rolling for us. This is going to be the greatest Christmas party ever. <laughs> right? Make your plans for the end of this year. It's coming. <laughs> so I ask a question here. If you guys had a, a choice, like if this blows up, if you can either have it as an animated film or a live action, what would you like it to be? Hmm. Misty, let's, let's let's start with. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on this. <laughs> hmm. Hmm, that's such a good question. We haven't been asked that question before. Um, yeah, let's see. I mean, my I I guess I think of it. Yeah, I prefer live action. Hey. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go the opposite route. I'm going to go Claymation. Because if there was oh. a Claymation ex machina, oh, we would be, that would be fantastic. Because you can get the robots, you can get the reindeer. You could have all this type of over the top bloody stuff, but still would be within the realm of the, of the, uh, Claymation. And, and since you guys want to keep things, you know, cause again, the look is old school, so you're keeping it in that old school fashion as well with the old Claymation cartoons from back in the Christmas. You know, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I could see yeah. it now. Yes. That would be pretty cool. I'm going to change my vote for animation. <laughs> I think it's because I think if it was at, like real life, it would be too gritty. It'd be like full of CGI and like the violence would be over the top and it would just be like uh, Santa Claus and Unforgiven, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I think honestly like a humble little animated series would probably Ooh, be really good. Be cool. That would be cool. Uh, the way I could foresee this is like those fifteen minute snippets, you know, short form, <laughs> you know, and, and, and do like you know, do a two hour film. You know, but short for my 15-minute pieces, which means that you get eight episodes at 15-minute oh, pieces. That, that would be incredible. I mean, just... Now, even in the claymation or animation, that will work so perfectly because then you could tell your story at a great pace, you know, yes. and really just build build to that, you know. Yeah, man. You Absolutely, know. And, and be very digestible. And, like, especially if it comes out during the holiday season, then, you yeah. know, that's going right there. Like, that's great. Uh, or even you do it before the holiday season in the snippets and drop it as a whole on the yes. holiday. <laughs> like, Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Ho, ho, ho. Here you go. And we would even do, we could even do it like the Snyder Cut where there's like, you just put them all together. Uh, <laughs> wait, would it, be, would it be called the Grace Cut or the Urena Cut? Uh, I think uh, you got to go with the Grace uh, Cut. Are we going to have, yeah. <laughs> we're going to have, ominous. we're going to have two, oh, the Grace Cut, yeah, the Graves Cut. Because oh, Urena is too close to like Uranus, so like oh, grave, shit, grave is, I, oh, grave shit, is I get it. What are gonna be? What are you talking about? Is that ass? What? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's for a different type of holiday. But hey, <laughs> hey, that's a different type of rich show. You know that that that's for Blind Adam, the comic pimp, and his After Dark show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Comic Crusaders After Dark. Epa, hey, action movie epic. Get to the reindeer. <laughs> get to the reindeer. Come get to the reindeer. Go now. So, so we were we were actually talking on another podcast about like we could probably do a reindeer uh, horror movie, which is Rudolph, because it would just be bl- like it'd be dark and just like you could see his glow, the glowing nose, and it would just say like they used to call they used to laugh and call him names, and that's all you need. <laughs> oh man, if you see a lighted nose, you done fucked up. <laughs> you done fucked up. Yes. <laughs> that could be a, a panel in the next one. Could you imagine? It's just a glow. I'm like, oh shit, you ain't getting no gifts. <laughs> and just die. I love it. I love. 
Listen, why are we so twisted on Christmas? But I love it. Christmas is supposed to be about love and giving and nurturing. Well, but we, here we, we are we going on murderous rampages. We definitely <laughs> have it. that in there. There's definitely love and 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 all that of stuff. Course. But like, you got to go through. You got to go through trauma to get there. And we, the we definitely provide the trauma. <laughs> it's a stressful holiday. I think. I think it lets people let off steam with like Christmas horror and subverting Christmas a little bit. It's like. Because there's such a high expectation sometimes to to make every holiday perfect or to make the holiday perfect that it's really good to, like, just watch holiday movies about when it's a disaster, you know, yes. when everything goes wrong. Or just watch a horror holiday movie where yeah. you could just be thankful you're not being murdered by, like, a gingerbread man or something. Right? Isn't it or, a gingerbread man series, right? Yeah, it really makes you, like, grateful for being alive. <laughs> I love it, man. That's another one, man. The gingerbread. I forgot about that one too. Yeah, there's so many great stuff for Christmas that uh definitely blow your mind just like this. So, last question for both of y'all here. And so, based on y'all journey, you know, you know, y'all been doing things already. Y'all been running the gamut and working hard. What type of advice can you give to any creators also trying to you know step into the game? I like you ladies first. <laughs> 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 um, How dare you put me on the spot? Just go for it. Like, just just go for it. Just do it. Um, find somebody as great as Steve to help you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but but really, just like it's gonna be hard the first time you try anything. So just do it and do it wrong and do it messy. Do it however you want. It's not gonna be perfect. But just do it, and then the next time you do it, it's gonna be better, and then it's gonna be better. And before you know it, you like hit a groove. And you'll know what you're doing. You won't have to think about it so much. So, yeah, just, like, jump on it. Just do it. Yep. <laughs> to quote a famous shoe company. Yeah, jump on Jump on <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, I, I definitely agree. You can do it, too. Um, if I can come up with something where it's fast killer sloths or zombies or Santa fighting robots, you can definitely do whatever you want to do. Um, comics experience is a great place to go if you need to, if you want to just learn how to write or art or whatever that could be. But also, you know, it's it is a tougher thing, better said than I guess done. But um, you know, if you're not afraid to fail, then you're gonna learn. You're gonna learn. There's no L's in life, only lessons. So, the, and and also, I, I've you know, a lot of people stress out about things, and you know, me included. And one thing that helps me a lot too is is uh, it's, it's called fear setting. So think about the absolute worst thing that could happen from doing whatever it is you want to do. Write it down, the most ridiculous thing, and then read it out to yourself and realize how ridiculous that is and that it will always be better than that. <laughs> it's true. Very true. Because when I first started this, I was a nervous wreck. Let me tell yeah, but you. you're, you're one of the best interviews we've had. And that's, and that's you know, I, <laughs> we've done a lot of interviews, and they're all good and they're all fine. But, like, this was a really good interview. And, like, you're, you've obviously have you. perfected the craft. And, uh, see, that's what happens well, when you just start doing things. Exactly. You start doing things, but it also helps when you have awesome creators like you guys just bringing awesome energy and that, you know, of, of fun and funny and, and just doing things for the joy of it, which is what's very apparent to me. You guys doing this for, for, the, for the joy of it. And again, like just seeing the concept, you know, thank you for taking me away from the real world for a little bit. So, Honestly. so here, here's the thing, and we didn't touch on this before. So, another, another our last tier. So, we went through the tiers with the, with the, with the shirts and the posters. We will kill you in the next ex machina uh, if you if you back our our biggest tier. 
So if you if you if you back that tier, you get everything. You get the poster, you get the shirt, you get the cards, and then we get to murder you in the most holiday way possible. So Yay! <laughs> please stab me with a Christmas tree. Uh, exactly. You know. Oh, we, oh we, you know we, what? Or use the, use the, the the star at the top like a ninja star, just straight <laughs> into my brain like oh. I love the visual of that, like yeah. just like the one like, right in there. Yeah, right. And 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 it's still lit, you know. <laughs> perfect. See, see, you you would be a great creator for this because okay. this, be, this is perfect. Like, these are the type of things we'd be doing. This man, I'll act it out like Stan Lee for you. I just won't stab myself for real, you know. And, and he's obviously <laughs> keep doing the idea. <laughs> now, nah, but you guys have been awesome. I appreciate it. People, please, you see their energy and how fun they are. Check out this Kickstarter. It's right there at Ex Machina, the futuristic holiday horror comedy comic. Kickstarter right now has 23 days to go. They're almost there. So please push them over the edge tonight. Folks, don't be cheap. Come on now. I know you probably got some fucked up Christmas gifts. This will more than make up for it. This will make this will bring total joy to your life. Trust me. You know this is what you guys got to do. All right. Thank you, Six Element. That's the big homie right there. Yeah. Well, thank you for tuning in, and everybody. Thank you to PA. Thank you to Rusty. You know, for real. They they appreciate you guys and they're showing you some love. Thank and you. I hope that they pitch in and show love to the book. There you got. There you go, guys. All right. And ladies, right there. And leave it up for the for for the next second. Wanna thank you guys and give you your flowers for being so bold and brave to share your your creativity and your journey with us all. You know, thank you for entertaining me. Thank you for again, like I said, I really mean that taking me out of the world because so many books nowadays try to incorporate real life into it. And by you just bringing this type of fun and silliness, just this is what comics is to me. Just the fun stuff. So really, truly, thank you for you know being. Thinking on that type of creative level. Much love, yo. Thank you. Yo. Thank I, you for, I appreciate thank you for the shit out of that. Nah, not for now, yo. There you go. He goes, cheers. All right. Since I'm going to be checking out the Kickstarter and the show. Yeah. Give some love. Thank you. There you go. Yeah, man. Push it up. Push it up. You know, they're close. They're close. They're almost there. Another five bills and chains. That's all. Let's make it happen tonight, folks. And with that, everybody, you know, my outro tells you what to do. All right. I'm Al Mega with the amazing. And multi-talented Misty Graves coming to a concert theater near you possibly one day, right? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and the one and only, the Steve before Christmas. All right, right. Mr. Steve Arena. Thank you again, guys. Much love. Hasta la próxima, mi gente. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCaves.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 